You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Good afternoon, Amy. Hi, John. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm glad you agreed to do this. This is awesome. So we're here with Amy Palacco, who's a master certified divorce coach, and I'm thrilled to have her. So I'm just going to read a brief bio on her and, and we'll start finding out more about what she does. So Amy Palacco is a master certified coach who guides women before, during, and after the divorce process. A divorced single mom herself, she also runs a support group for single women called Strong Savvy Woman. She lives in Ridgefield, Connecticut, but her clients span the country. Amy is also an award-winning journalist and advocate for women writing in national news outlets on divorce, domestic abuse, coercive control, narcissism, and singlehood. Her goal is to empower women to take their power back and create a happy, fulfilling, peaceful life. So that's awesome. So I, I want to ask you, um, when you, you say women to take their power back, how do they lose power to begin with? And I imagine these are probably successful women that lost power. So how does that work? Right. In many cases. And before I get to that, John, I want to say you spoke at my support group meeting once and you did an amazing job with you. (laughs) I want to acknowledge that. I appreciate that. So I think, you know, it happens in a myriad of ways and I think it's very common. And I think in our society today, let's face it, women still earn less than men do. We are traditionally the caregivers, not that there are not dads who stay home. There are certainly situations like that. But I think that women often give up their careers, um, take one for the team in a marriage, and a marriage is a team, right? And it's it's a it's a compromise. But what happens is if and when this married couple gets divorced down the road, they really have given a lot of their power over to their spouse. And that can, this can work either way, right? But in our society, let's just be honest, it is most commonly happening to women for economic and social and cultural reasons to this day. We're not in the 1950s, but you know, this still persists. So, um, well, first of all, I mean, you, you have such an amazing background and like, how did you even get into this um, divorce coaching? Well, my heart has led me to this work, John. I'm divorced myself. Yeah, I went through the process not knowing this world at all that we both work in now daily, right? And I think it is it can be overwhelming. And I think everybody really needs a buddy, a coach, someone to help them understand because you, this is a huge life change. The decisions, as you know, that you're making during this process and the negotiations of a divorce, you know, affect the rest of your life and, and your children's lives as well. And so it's really important to have someone who understands it and who can help you. So, you know, often people will say, well, why do I need a divorce coach? Right. Yeah. And you really need a team of professionals and 
I often help them streamline the process, help my clients save money in the long run, you know, manage the emotional part of it. And I have a lot of attorney friends who will say there are three parts of divorce, right? Legal, financial, and emotional. And they say emotional is the most important part. Like when you have that in check and you're able to manage your emotions in one of the most trying life events, it's going to help you get a better outcome in the legal and financial realms. Okay. So um, what you will, one of the things, actually, let me just ask you this now, and I, I want to go back to this thought I just had. Mm-hmm. So tell me the different types of clients that you have and the specialties that you work with them. Right. So I have some clients, John, who are just contemplating divorce. You know, they're not happy. Maybe, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, right? Someone's decision to end a marriage or even explore that. So I have some in that category. I have some who are in the middle of it, right? And they need help managing the whole process. It can be overwhelming. It can be a part-time job or a full-time job in some cases, if if it's um, you're dealing with a high-conflict person. And then you have those who are already divorced and are creating their next chapter, you know, to your point earlier, some women have given up their careers for 20, 30 years and they don't even know where to begin. I don't, you know, their skills are not up to date. What do they want to do? What's realistic if they have young children? And, you know, I really explore that divorce is devastating for everyone, I think. And, you know, rebuilding that confidence and self-esteem is something I work with all of these groups on, but, you know, especially the group that's ready to kind of turn the page. So that starts with, I imagine, having them try to create a vision of what their life's going to look like um, down the road. You know, you get vision, you have a goal, and just kind of keep to that vision, kind of help them stay focused. Absolutely. Because, you know, if you don't work with someone, and again, I've lived through this, I think the couple years after a divorce can just be a fog. You're in survival mode. You are adjusting. You're now responsible financially for your household. You might have gotten the family home you've got to take care of. You might have children. You know, there's a lot of responsibility you're taking on. And if you don't take that time for yourself, I think you look back and say, what was I doing during those years? Right. Yeah. So there's a term here, like me, me growing up, I had four sisters and mother. Who, who worked, she was a social worker, and successful woman. And, and even in the field that I'm at, you know, I see women doing cr- wonderful things. And and, and I, I always treat men and women the same, you know, for their, their own merits. But it's a term I've been hearing lately, probably because I'm starting to focus into this. And that's, that's um, and I, I, it's, I'm probably around it every day and just not notice it, narcissism. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was that article I think you saw, I saw about the guy with, you know, he travels first class, but his family in coach. And I, I was just telling my wife that. I go, I go, what would you do if I did that? She goes, it, it, it would never happen. <laughs> right. So, so wait, tell me about these guys that are like, what, what is it like? And yeah, you- I would say, right. And when you ask about my specialty, it, it, you know, I do tend to attract clients who are dealing with a narcissistic coercive controlling partner. And um, I have lived through a relationship like that. So I think it takes uh, someone who's experienced it to understand what you are up against. And um, I just want to say, you know, we also hear this term, John, high conflict divorce, right? And I want to get 
this out in the open, that that's a misnomer. It's not, you know, often judges and attorneys become desensitized to, oh, this is a high conflict case. They're really almost always as a high conflict individual who is perpetuating the litigation and the conflict. And there's someone who's a victim and wants to get divorced. So the term narcissism, we're hearing it so much these days, right? And some would argue too much. And admittedly, yes, people are throwing it around. But when you're dealing with a, a real person, and by the way, very few are diagnosed because they don't go to therapy. They don't, you know, seek the help. Right. But you can, you know, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. (laughs) You know, if you're seeing that behavior, um, that's important. And so what does that look like in many ways? Um, John, there is coercive control in the marriage where usually the husband is controlling the money. I have a lot of clients who you would not believe on very affluent families who, the women don't even have $20 to go have lunch with a friend. Um, they have to beg for money, you know, to go to the grocery store. So that's a form of control, um, you know, following them, stalking them, monitoring their, you know, phone and everything else to track where they are. So they have no freedom. Um, you know, there could be sexual coercion involved in it. Um, so it is a pattern of abuse, Uh, over time. Um, That's what coercive control is. And, you know, a lot of the coercive controllers are narcissists, uh, narcissists, and that is the foundation for almost all domestic abuse. So. Well, it sounds like a lot of insecurity mm -hmm. on that person's part. Wow. Yes, you're, you're, you're exactly right. If people think, oh, a narcissist is this person with a lot of bravado and, you know, just loud, not always. Um, deep down, they are extremely insecure. They are damaged and broken from their old, their own childhood experiences. But the way they compensate for that is controlling other people. And a lot of times through money, it, a divorce with a narcissist takes on average, you know, three or four times as long. It can cost three or four times as much as a, you know, an amicable divorce. And so it's it's a really whole different ballgame. Uh, so I know no two divorces are the same, and I know you covered um, Tom Brady and Giselle's um, divorce. You wrote an article on it, actually. Um, yes. I guess something about the perfect divorce or or something along. T- talk, talk to us about that. Yeah, that was in The Independent, which is a U.S. and U.K. newspaper a few months back. And, you know, I was basically saying that a lot of women are jealous of, of Giselle and not because for the obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> more about the divorce because she did a few things right. You know, she, of course, obviously Tom and Giselle have multi-million dollar, you know, uh, portfolios, but, you know, it can be a lesson for, for all of us is, and I tell, say this to all my clients and all the women I speak to, you know, have your own thing. She never gave up her own career. She had her own source of income. They also had a prenup which I also recommend, a prenuptial agreement protects a woman. Um, You know, we often think of it as protecting a wealthy man if he gets remarried. It can protect a woman as well, because say you are the woman who gives up, you know, I live in Fairfield County, Connecticut a lot. I meet several women, gave up a Wall Street career to have kids, right? And stay home and be be the one who stayed home. Um, You know, you could have a, a prenuptial agreement before a marriage or a postnuptial after the marriage to say, 
you know, things have changed. If God forbid we get divorced, you know, I'm going to be guaranteed this much money or it can uh, earmark a salary for that person who stays home with the kids because they really are managing a household and they, yeah. they should be compensated. hundred uh, percent. You know, there's so much that goes involved with that. It's, it's, caught, it's almost like the, the woman that stays at home, they're like generals. They keep the house, you know, in exactly. order. But you must see, John, in what you do with mortgages and, and divorce lending, many women are kept in the dark about the finances. And that's another form of control, right? Is that don't worry about it. You just sign the tax returns. I know where all the money is. So when when this couple goes to get divorced, the women have no idea where to find the money, you know, um, and all of that. So going back to Giselle and Tom, I think she did a great job of maintaining her autonomy, even though, let's face it, she could have given it all up and, yep. and they could have lived off Tom Brady's salary. Yeah. What, what, any trends, special trends that you're seeing in divorces these days? Well, I definitely think that, you know, when it is possible, um, you know, saving money by mediating or do using a collaborative approach has definitely um, taken off. You know, about two thirds of divorces are, you know, can be amicable. Yeah. Um, you know, I tend to deal with a lot of the one, the other one third. But so that definitely is um, is a, a trend. And in a me mediation, you know, obviously there's a mediator and two attorneys with a collaborative approach. There's a team. There's usually a coach, a mental health professional and attorneys who are working with the couple to get them to that. And that is an these are alternatives to litigation. Right. So, um, you know, what I am seeing, you know, and I've certainly written about this across the country is. Um, you know, there's there's more awareness about how our family court system is in in so many ways broken. And every attorney I know says the same thing. So I'm not saying anything outrageous here um, because um, someone who is high conflict, a high conflict litigant can perpetuate a divorce, can bankrupt, you know, the victim in many ways. And, um, you know, that has not we have not gotten that under control. Right. All right. So if someone's trying to even think about they're just unhappy in their marriage, they don't what's they don't know what to do. What's what's their first step they should do? Like what do you think they should look for or, or for advice? How how would you advise that? Yeah, I I recommend talking to um a certified divorce coach. Um because, and I have attorneys who say, talk to a coach first before you even contact the attorney, because they can help you assess what kind of attorney you need and what options you may have. And also looking at the type of personality you're dealing with, you know, is it someone who just wants to get things over with quickly? Is it someone you think could develop into high conflict? Have there been issues with the children in the past? Has there been a history of abuse? Um, so really, I think a, a an excellent coach can take a look at all those factors and help you strategize. I also work with a lot of great professionals like yourself, you know, um, I have a CDFA who's, you know, will speak to, speaks to my clients and advises them on, you know, I say before you file for divorce, if you, this is potentially a high conflict person, you know, you need all your ducks in a row, you know, let's get all the financial information you can get. Um, you know, come up with a plan. If it heads south, will you stay in the home? Will you leave? 
So really doing all that ahead of time before you, you know, there, there sometimes can be a rush in a, you know, haze of emotions, right, John, of like, I'm just going to file or, you know, wait, you want that right. reaction when they see you file because something egregious has happened, but you could be shooting yourself in the foot that way because as soon as you st- escalate things, it's on. <laughs> right. And and in terms of the process, so you, you work with folks in all stages of divorce. Um, how far past the post-divorce do you work with folks? I have some women who are 10 years out. I mean, one of the great oh, things wow. about my support group is we have women who are starting the process and some who are many years out and everyone helps each other. Yeah, I was going to so, say um, Yeah, I think some people, you know, were treading water for a bit after their divorce, trying, you know, trying to raise the kids, get the kids off to college. And then once they're empty nesters, it's their time to kind of say, okay, now it's finally time for me. Um, and, and some are actually... You know, if someone has has gone through trauma in their marriage, sometimes, John, they have not dealt with it again because they've been helping other people. Okay. You know, especially women are guilty of this. And they say, you know, they have they want to date again or something. And, and they the vestiges of that past relationship are still with them because they haven't healed. I get that. Now, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, they can well, they can go to my website to check it out. It's um, freedomwarrior.info, but they can also email me. It's Amy Polacco, A-M-Y-P-O-L-A-C-K-O at gmail.com. I give a free uh, coaching consultation, 30 minutes to anyone who's interested in in exploring that to see if it's a good fit for them. Uh, And, you know, I, I love helping people because I think, um, like I said, many can be overwhelmed in this situation and they, they need someone to kind of lock arms with them and say, you're not alone. No, that that's awesome. So th- this has been great. Do you have like a final thought for us before we leave you? Um, on that point of being alone, you know, don't do this alone. Um, you need a team of people. Support is absolutely essential so, you know, I have support meetings here in Ridgefield or in Connecticut, rather, um, in my town and in another town. We have Zoom offering, but I'm sure in your local area, there are support groups. Um, and also having someone, you know, I do recommend that my clients have therapists as well. Uh, we do different things. Therapists help them heal and, and look backwards. I'm looking more forward and helping them strategize, right? Not that we don't deal with a lot of emotional issues too, but, you know, don't think, okay, I can do this alone. I think you will regret it. And, you know, once you have something in a divorce document, that's it. I yeah. remember an attorney saying that to me once, but Amy, if it's not in these four corners, right? That's right. And, right. So you really need someone who says, hey, have you thought about this? Or what about this? Make sure your attorney's including these children's fees and this and that. And some of them say to me, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. You know, so um, it it is an investment that um, will pay dividends over the years. All right. That's awesome. Well, Amy, this has been great. Again, I I thank you for visiting us today. (laughs) And um, this is awesome. Thanks, John. This flew by. I'm like, it's (laughs) been half an hour. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. All right. 
Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.